have begun to increasingly question the effectiveness of masks as a disease preventer. And in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you questioning no, the, I think the, the masks efficacy are okay. of, of masks? You have masks? to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on it, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to, but I Just wear like masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't have, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. Stunning news. The President of the United States now confirming to the world that he and the First Lady of the, of the United States have both tested positive for the coronavirus and they will quarantine. The President tweeting out just moments ago. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. All right. See, exactly. Okay. When you do clownery, Mm. The clown comes back to bite. It's such a sticky subject. Okay. I guess not really. No, it's not a sticky subject. Not at all. It's point blank, period. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. And, you mm. know, to the um, uh, president and first lady, prayers and positive thoughts with you guys. Mm. Yeah. Ain't that what the girl love girl does? <laughs> I wish she didn't have nothing nice to say. Just gonna just keep it at that. But we definitely need to get into that entire situation yes. with the Trumps and COVID and their COVID diagnosis. Yes. But there's also a lot of other things that I want to cover. For yes. Sure. What else is up there? I mean, we have to talk about. Um, we have to talk about the meaning of Mariah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and we have to talk about... Savage Fenty Beauty. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that and Lisa Ray and DeBrat and their... Fox Soul is doing a lot, and I need to know what's going on. <laughs> we, we're going to talk about so that whole show. That. So, yeah, so we have a lot to get into. Uh, with that being said, let's, let's start started. the show. Say it again. Hey there. How are ya? Uh, Welcome back to my channel. Oh, okay. First, I probably don't. Why is this James Charles? No, no, no. It's close though. It's uh, that Jeffrey Star boy that got uh, robbed. He did not get robbed. Did you did see you, it? Did you see the boy? I sent you the boy's uh, response. He did not get robbed. They are acting. This is Clearly. all acting. This Clearly. is all a hoax. Trying to uh, keep your name relevant. Like. Get out of here. Anyways, how's everybody doing? What's up, pop stars? We are back with another episode of Cold Pop. Yes, we are. Um, and excited to talk about a lot of this stuff. Hashtag, there's a lot going on. Yeah, so Marcus, update us. What's been going on? So first off, I do want to sincerely send thoughts and prayers out to the family of Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Yes. For sure. Um, if you haven't been looking at the news, Chrissy and John posted that they unfortunately lost their child um, due to a miscarriage. Uh, Chrissy went to the hospital last week for some severe and excess bleeding. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, she had the baby, but uh, just, I guess, complications and uh, numerous pints of blood and they weren't able to save. Yeah. They had named the baby Jack. Um, and so just thoughts and prayers to their family. It's a tough, tough, tough situation to be Definitely in. Definitely a tough situation. I have, um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people who have had yeah, different opinions. a lot of commentary. How open they've been about this. But yeah. I go back to the idea of like infant mortality and infant death. Like that is something that is... That is happening. And it's that still very go, high. And, yeah, and complications of childbirth. And, yeah, it's not something that's really shared no. a lot. And so um, I have my own thoughts and feelings about this and how open they feel with this. I appreciate it. I think it kind of places a light on 
things that that's not often talked about because it's not fun to talk about. It's not right. it's not something that people really want to spend a lot of time focusing on, but there does need to be a a spotlight or some um, attention paid to it. And so I think some people just want to know that they're not alone and that other yeah. people do go through this. Yeah. And I just also want to say if you're not a man, I mean if you're not a woman, then you have no agency in commenting on this. Right. So sit down. Please sit down. Yeah, I've seen some terrible takes online. If you're not a woman, then you have no agency to speak in this situation. So just sit back. <laughs> sit back. Yeah, it's just been a lot. So that. I mean, um, it's you know, what else is also interesting is that there's just been with this, but like there's also been like a lot of celebrity babies this yes. past week. Yes. Like, what was going on? Like, was there a party and there was like a, like, everybody just went back home and fuck? Like, what? What? was going on? Nicki Minaj week, had her so Nicki child, Minaj allegedly. had her child, reportedly. What's that mean? Well, I mean, it hasn't been, like, confirmed yet, so reportedly. Um, <laughs> so, that um, Usher also had a baby girl named Sovereign. Interesting. Yes, it's so sovereign. Okay, sovereign it's interesting is the baby's name. name. So sovereign yeah. Raymond. Sovereign Raymond, yes, sovereign Bo Raymond. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Hart and Aniko, um, they had a baby girl as well. What was the who was who had the Gayori baby Hart? The baby name that was really cute that we talked about that like played with the last name as well. Who somebody had a baby recently as well and they named their baby something really cute because of the last name that the celebrity already had and so it was sort of like a play on words but it worked i, f- I forget who i it don't was. know but we I, talked I mean about we it. talked about when who when who's wins sierra and russell when russell no when wilson when wilson no it wasn't that it was some it was someone else i think but i don't know anywho um yeah, a lot of babies. Uh, what else has been going on this week? Oh, you're looking at the newest resident uh, of the co-op. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our first podcast as roommates for yeah. the third time, fourth time. Child, I don't know. Is it the third I, or fourth I time? I don't know. I can't even remember now. But this is, um, yeah, so this is our first uh with I think you, it's our fourth time. With you here. Yeah, yeah. It feels very weird. It feels... Why does it feel weird? Because normally on Fridays, I get up and do what I need to do and get dressed and then head this way to do the podcast. And now all I have to do is walk out of my room. Yeah, so it's a slower commute. Um, I mean, not a slower... Shorter quite, commute. A quicker commute. Yeah, very um, short. But what else... I mean, what else are your thoughts? How... What's uh, been your experience? I mean... I feel it's the same old, same old. I mean, it's a, I, I, I don't think, the only thing that's changed is what we've gotten older and more responsibilities and can't be up all night anymore like we used to be doing uh-huh. nothing. Speak uh, for yourself, I'm up all night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're not gonna. <laughs> uh, what do you think? It's yeah no um it's fine I I think Ooh. it is interesting <laughs> um, it's fine <laughs> yeah with you being here like it's funny because we're recording at our usual time but we actually could have done this anytime. anytime yeah um I mean it's good to keep a schedule yeah but a routine but yeah what about you what's been going on so outside of that I've just been kind of hanging about keeping up with TV so a number of my shows are ending now. And I kind of don't know what to do. I still have Lovecraft that I'm watching pretty hard. And there's and only two episodes love, left of that. But yeah, like they're ending and I'm like a little mm-hmm. concerned about, I haven't found that new show yet that I'm just like, <gasps> that's going to kind of take me into the holidays. Um, well, I mean, so, maybe it'll be like, a, maybe it won't be a new show. Maybe it'll be like a, a look back at an old show that you used to watch again. Or maybe holiday theme. It's Halloween month, so I mean, there's a lot of Halloween movies. A lot movies. of Hocus Pocus going on. Yes, you know, I'll be watching um, Hocus Pocus. Child. I, maybe I'll be watching some like new stuff. I, but I really love like new content, and um, hopefully, I can find something. I'm telling you what I did watch this week, and that was not as entertaining as I wanted it to be. The debates. What? Oh, child. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So I watched the presidential debate yes, with Donald Trump same and here. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And this past Tuesday. Really, now I wish I hadn't watched it because <laughs> it's, you know, it's what's so funny is that someone said this. Um, one of our ter- one of our fraternity brothers, shout out to Mike. He was saying like, for those who don't, who were unsure about voting or who they wanted to vote for, if they watch this debate, they might they now might be like, I'm not voting. Uh, it was that much of a shit show. No, no, it so the debate it was, was terrible. That much of a the the debate um, was was, terrible. was it Jake Tapper that was like. This is a hot mess inside then, of a dumpster fire, inside of a yeah something like that. Yeah, it was just... And Dana Bash was the one. She's like, I'm just going to call it like it is. This was a shit show. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I think my opinion is I don't think we need any more debates. Mm. I think I want to see Kamala and Mike do one debate and... We can call it a day. I think Kamala's going to eat his ass up. Like, I'll, I'll just watch it for that. But what's really interesting to me is, like, I, in watching the debates, in my head, I'm like, wow, neither of you are as prepped as you should be. What? So- That's what I kept going back to. I was like, if you if you go back to the presidential debates between Trump and Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. Like, the level of preparation that she did um, for that and how polished and together she came across um, Mm -hmm. was presidential to me. This was not... Watching this was a little cringeworthy. Yes, I think the majority... I I don't want to say the majority. I think half of the blame... Definitely goes towards the moderator as well. Well, yeah, no, the Chris moderator, Matthews. Yeah, Chris is getting a lot of flack. Should like, not moderate any more debates. Was, yeah, um, he had no control, he no authority, ready. no confidence. The preparation was no not there. Prep for him or anything. Like the he had these not there. categories and stuff, but like he just did Child, not do a good job the of moderating. Was not there. <laughs> wasn't uh so i think he definitely takes half the blame for this i think joe was a little unprepared as well to like deal with certainly trump and so therefore it just turned into this mess and i don't need to know another debate i don't need to see another debate from them because what i thought was interesting was the um what were the ending polls of the debate so when they were like well who do you think won I think nobody. That, well, I mean, clearly that's what I'm thinking. The majority, of course, decided with Joe Biden saying that they thought that he handled himself better. He had some moments. He had some moments and yeah, things like that. But I'm starting to get concerned just because of the fact we have how many more of these debates. So we have technically there's two more presidential debates right. and one vice presidential debate. All this month, we allegedly. I'll be honest, we have nowhere to go but up, but I, I feel like it's going to get worse. At this point, if you... So... Now, just, do you think that there will even be... There there might not even be any more talk, debates uh, yeah. because of this damn uh, diagnosis, yes. Trump. So, <laughs> there's talk that there might not even be any more debates. We're going to talk about that. We're going to okay. talk about all of that. But okay, okay, okay. This was just... Yeah, I mean, if we're being completely honest, should have been put in the Wu Child segment. Yeah. So, with that said, <laughs> let's um, go on to our very first segment entitled Wu Child. Okay. This is a segment where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week and things that made us say Wu Child. So, with that being said, let's talk about it. The Trumps. Yes. So on Friday morning, around midnight, midnight, yeah, I would say if everything is going all right, around Thursday midnight, yeah. Friday morning, not yeah. a creature was staring, not even a mouse. <laughs> um, Donald Trump, but yet there was movement in the White House. Right there, you go, <laughs> Mother Goose, Mother Goose, Mother Goose, Doctor um, Seuss, <laughs> but um. Okay, go ahead. No. Seriously. So Donald Seriously. Trump took to Twitter, of mm-hmm. course, his favorite platform, his favorite social media platform, 
to inform the public that he and his wife, Melania, tested positive for the coronavirus. <gasps> yes. So at the time of this recording, because I'm sure there will be much more developments. Oh, yeah. But so reportedly, the former press secretary, Hope Hicks, Hope Hicks. was tested positive earlier in the week on either Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. And I, yeah. originally, the administration was not going to tell anybody. They were going to say anything. But they got scooped by a reporter. Uh, way to go, journalism. And it was found out that Hope had tested positive earlier yeah. in the week. And yet she still traveled with Donald Trump to yeah. the debates on Tuesday. And then to a Minneapolis, Minnesota rally on Wednesday. And Which then is, then um, it was you know reported. So they had to kind of come forward with right. So they had to come clean and wouldn't have had been doing the debates. Yeah, out. I don't think they were. They didn't tell Biden's camp. They didn't tell any of the people at uh, the rally. So where are they going to tell anybody? First off, we're just gonna put everybody at risk. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely not cool. Um, and so yeah, the, from the last thing I read, and you tell me that Melania is supposed to be asymptomatic and Donald is so that's what suffering was, some mild symptoms? That's what was said. Now, what I can't get over, I think that we're all around this basically thinking, here is a man that has spoken publicly and has kind of played this disease down, you know, calling it a hoax, saying, you know, calling it the China virus. Yeah, um, very racist you know, I mean, things. saying a lot of crazy things and then to actually be, you know, diagnosed with having the virus is pretty much the best karma of 2020. Well, there's a lot of people saying happened. there's a lot of people saying that they don't believe him. That it's a lie, and that they think to it's get a out lie the, to get out of the two debates. So it's number one to get out of the two. <laughs> they said they say they think it's a lie to get out of the debates. Probably so. They think it's a lie too because it. there's they want they want to distract from the taxes. Yeah, and they think it's a lie because they they people think that. They will spin this and be like, "See, I'm over it. I'm healthy. I I'm better." Can see all of and that. you know, it's not as serious as everyone's making it out to be. I could definitely see all of that. That's what I the chatter see, is. I could see the political strategist in the room saying, "Let's just say they have COVID." Why would you? I'm going to take it as fact and truth. Okay. Um, until I hear different. Yeah, I mean. Because I don't understand why you would play or lie. Why well, you would only I guess I do this, understand you know what I'm like, because it's them. But yeah, why would you play or lie about Baron? something so where's serious? The kids? Right. Like, like, where's everyone how's else? How's that going to? Yeah. What's that going to do? And furthermore, a lot of Trump's kids were at the debate sans masks. Yeah. So that's also an issue. And so now, who knows how many people they've put in jeopardy. Well, we know in, that the Bidens have tested. And they tested negative. They tested negative. Yeah. Um, Kamala as well. Yeah, and her husband too. Yeah. So. Um, but they were saying, I, the last thing I read, they were saying that Amy Coney Barrett was showing symptoms before she got nominated for the Supreme Court. Gosh. So who knows if that's where Hope got it from or he got it from. I don't know, but it's yeah. just, it's a shit show. Definitely. It's Wu Chow. Wu Chow for sure. Okay. <laughs> Wu Chow. What do you have up next? Um, I have a Wu Chow, but like in a positive way. Wu Chow. Like okay. this was so good. The Savage Fenty uh, show, yep. lingerie show. On Amazon Prime. Volume 2. It was so, so good to me. Agreed. I think when I, when I look at things like this, I always think of like the production and the setups and stuff like that. And like just the... Um, what do you call them? The different treatments. The different treatments that they had. Yeah. Great. I thought it was awesome. I think it was funny because I think it's it's interesting how Rihanna has found the avenue um, to replace Victoria's Secret, basically. The Victoria's Secret mm -hmm. fashion show. Yeah. This is definitely a cultural phenomenon yeah. event. And you see how um, easy it is to be inclusive and diverse yeah. and still kill it? Um, the three people who stole the show from me, okay, let's go. Uh, in in order from least to greatest. Oh gosh, here we go. Um, for the top three, number three, Willow Smith looked amazing. Willow, okay, she, she did. damn near looked amazing. 
Yeah. Um, number they, two. Everybody's saying that she was giving Jada tea. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> very, very much yep. so. Okay. Um, number two, Shay Kool Aid. I was gonna say Shay was fucked it up. Shay did the thing. Wiped it out. Did I it. was very proud. Did it. Of all the Drag Race girls. Yes. That were there. Jade. Uh, Jade Essence Hall gets a um, honorable mention. Gigi gets an honorable yeah. mention. Number one though, Lizzo did Lizzo the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> when I say that whole solo that she had in front of the mirror. Lizzo so, did that. She was definitely a standout. Stole the show for um, me. I love I loved that. Um, Normani in her white. Okay. So don't do that. Don't, don't she was throw. in it for like five seconds. She okay. Was, it was very cute. Cute for her. Um what did you think of I, well, I, well, I have to give a shout out to Paris. No, Paris did fine. Paris she looked Goble, great. Who is like rocked it out? Oh, you're talking this. about Paris Goble, not yes. Paris Hilton. Paris no, Hilton no, no, no. was in the show too. No, yeah, no, Paris Goble. Oh uh, yeah, so, like, the choreography. The choreography. Yes, her whole opening. Woo! Really good. Maybe. Yes. I, I mean, that's a winning duo, Rihanna. Her and her Paris. What I think. It's a winning what combination. I will, what I will say is that I'm really excited to see. The, these people of color bring art. Thrive. Bring this legitimate, Creativeness. beautiful, creative, crazy yes. art to the masses in this way. Yes. Because um, it's not necessarily a... It's not just one medium. It's all mediums. Yes. It's the music. It's the fashion. It's the art. It's the dance. It's it's all of it. And all so, of it. Um, Big shout out to the entire Savage Fenty team, and I cannot wait to get my tiny ass up in this. $40. Let me get my tiny ass up in this. We think that this girl cute. <laughs> cute, yeah. Let me go show you hoes yeah, up real so quick. so squeeze my tiny ass up in this Savage Fenty, but definitely woo chow for sure. Yeah, woo. Um, what else you got? Okay, so... We have to talk a little sibling rivalry. And I'm not talking about Bob and Monet. You know I love them. I'm a Patreon of Bob and Monet, which is one of my favorite podcasts out there. Shout out to Sibling Rivalry. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about Lisa Ray and DeBrad. Let's just talk about the whole show, okay? Okay. Well, let's first focus. We're going to focus on this, and then we'll open it up. So tell me. All right. So um, Lisa Ray's birthday was this past week, and on the show... She does that show with Claudia Jordan and Vivica. What's it called? I can't remember the name of the show. Okay, keep talking. I'm it's gonna look some up. whack name. Ooh. Once again, we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll also talk about Fox Soul and their production. But okay, but no, but they do this show. So it's like it is Claudia Jordan, Selena Johnson, Vivica Fox, Lisa Ray. Am I forgetting someone? Uh, so you say Selena Johnson? Yeah. So Claudia, Vivica, Lisa, and Selena. Those are yeah. the four. Okay. But they do like this kind of where they it's really very similar to cold pop. Um, they kind of like comment on a lot of like pop culture happenings and all of that. Well, it was Lisa Ray's birthday, so the show was doing a big celebration to her, and one of the celebrity guests that they had pop into surprise virtual chat was Lisa Ray's baby sister, Debrat. If y'all do, if those who didn't know, right. Debrat and Lisa Ray are. Family, they are. Sisters. They're biological sisters. Yes. And so, um, DeBrat just came in to like do like a quick happy birthday, and all of the co-hosts were like, "Oh, this is so exciting! It's, oh, so great! Oh, how cute is this?" It's called cocktails with queens. I'm telling you, I, t- I told you it was whack. I told you it was a bad name, um, and it wasn't worth repeating. But cocktails with queens. So, the all of the co-hosts were like, "Oh, isn't this so exciting?" Da 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 da, and Lisa Ray. Then goes into a monologue, guys. If you have not seen it, please YouTube this moment. Um, but she kind of goes into a monologue congratulating DeBrad, who recently kind of came out publicly um, as lesbian, and congratulated her on that. Yes. In front of everyone, was like, I'm so happy that you are now living in your truth. But. You, you, you and I have talked about that for years, da-da-da-da-da, and I'm so glad that you were able, I'm, I'm so glad that the ladies were able to get you to come here to do this, because... I have not heard from you in, in months. <laughs> and, and so, if, if, if they you had see the faces you, on the three co-hosts. They said, oh. 
where it just immediately abort, abort, abort. This is not a good idea. <laughs> like y'all told y'all said she was gonna like this. Yeah, and you see the Brad's said, face. The Brad was speechless. Vivica kept trying to interject, but Lisa was not no. having it. No, 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 no. She no, was no. basically saying like, "Y'all don't know shit. Y'all don't know shit." But because she they was knew. trying to be like, "Come on now," yeah, like, like oh, we trying no, to be, no, no, and she was like, "No, no, 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 no." The whole time, the brat is just kind of like mouth open, mouth, like, like just kind of n- not nonchalant, but like not responsive. Like she right. just wasn't responsive in any way, shape, or form. She didn't make a face. She didn't like say anything. It was just like I'm just gonna freeze, and this moment will pass. My favorite and line, my big sister reads me. My favorite line is, and no, 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 and y'all want to talk about this? Y'all don't know about this, but she do. She do. You do. Yeah. You do. You do. <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> that's that's a sermon. <laughs> yeah. So she do. Like, so this is the quote. She was like, um, so for that right there, I will say, have at it, and I love you. I appreciate you coming out and verbally saying happy birthday to me this kind of way because I damn sure ain't heard from you in months. Mm. And then the other lady's trying to jump in and Alisa Ray comes back with, <laughs> I don't give a F what y'all saying at all. Y'all don't know S. Y'all don't know S. Why am I not cursing? Right, I don't say why are we <laughs> sponsors. Uh, y'all don't know S. Y'all don't know S. But she do. You, you do. do, you, you do. do. <laughs> That's my life. She do. I mean, mess. so I and guys, I have no clue what this could be about. This is some, but time and play. I mean, what do you think? So on one hand, it's very like cringy because it's like. Ain't this supposed to be a talk show? Right? <laughs> are we? Aren't we on on air, air right now? Yeah. Ain't this supposed to be a talk show? That's on one hand. On the other this hand... This family court. Right. But on the other hand, it's like, ratings. <laughs> ratings. That's like, what... Okay. So... Good. All right. So, which brings ratings. us to the larger conversation with Fox Soul. Who is over there running things at Fox Soul? Because they clearly kept the cameras rolling. Mona Scott Young. Someone. Car- Carlos King must be running Fox Soul over there because, you know, they live for the messy. Yes. I think that... I would be very intrigued to see what Lisa was mentioning because obviously the brat knew and or knows yeah, because did she didn't shit. interject or say anything. So she no. And then secondly, I mean, like it's your sister. Like, you know, you this one thing to let anybody talk to you some kind Crazy, of way, but yeah. then when it's like family and your your brother or your sister, That's your big sister, it's like okay, well. I'm gonna sit here and take this because maybe I deserve this or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, she did. But it was so funny because she doesn't have a response. If you look at her, she doesn't just have. A, she's not responding no. at all in no. like body language or in you know verbals. But it's like I hope that they had a conversation after that. Oh, Brett, you better cleared the air. I guess. But I mean, as a whole, can we just talk about the show for a moment? Like, the show is Selena amazing. Johnson is the only one under who has some sense. Well, Selena Johnson came from Sister Circle um, in Atlanta. I think it was filming in Atlanta, and so she had had that kind experience. of like experience. But I Lisa's like, been on a talk and show Claudia before. Claudia has too. Yeah. So I don't know what their excuse is. Vivica's the only one that like, been on a sh- talk show. These girls, I don't know. <sighs> what child? It's for, a very, it's for a very particular audience. It absolutely is. But woo chow. Yes, definitely woo chow. What do you have next? Uh, the only last thing I have is just I wanted to give a huge shout out to Chris Cuomo. Oh, God. Um, on CNN. Him and Ted Cruz got into it over this past week. And Chris Cuomo let the chopper say, <laughs> Chris Cuomo let he Ted have it. the hell out of Ted Cruz. Because Ted was trying to come for his brother, another sibling rivalry. And he's not having it. Ted was trying to come for, what is Chris Cuomo's brother's, um, Andrew? Andrew Cuomo, who is the governor of New York. Yeah. Uh, Ted tried to come for Andrew, and Chris was like, no, 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 hold on now before you try to read. <laughs> hold right. on now before you want to read. <laughs> Chris was like, I'm the only one talks right that can talk bad to my brother. Right, not anybody else. And he said something to the effect of, uh, "Do you? Why don't you talk to the president like you talked to my brother? Yeah, you know, you know the exactly. one who called you a liar, the one yeah. who said your wife was ugly." <laughs> I said, yes. oh. I said, I said, "Oh, we going there?" That was the moment for me. And I said, Ted "We going, Cruz, going there?" Ted Cruz trying to like 
gloss over it like yeah. it wasn't going to be anything. I said, no, baby, yeah. we got to go back. Yeah. I said, no, 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 you have to address that. Yeah. Or you've lost it. No, he lost. He lost. He lost. He lost. Uh, so I just wanted to give a quick woo child for that. Yeah, if you I haven't seen the clip, it's on YouTube. Go check it out. I Shout can't. out. Uh, okay, let's take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to get into this week's spill segment. I believe the children are the future. <laughs> That's a preview. We'll yeah. be back. Bye. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Ooh. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Yes. Give them laughter. Isn't that it? What's the words? Lyrics.com. Give them a sense of pride. There you go. To make it easier. That's it, Pop. Uh uh uh. Something, something me. I decided long ago. Who are you singing to? Cats? No, okay, come on. Never walked we in anyone's shadow. Okay, the reason why I wanted to start out with that, I wanted you to do that to set the tone, because Monday, October 5th, is World Teacher Today. Day. Today. Yes. And so Happy World Teacher Day. To all the educators out there. I'm an educator, too. I'm not in the classroom. To all the educators who are uh, risking their health yeah. in the classroom, I underpaid, give like no a, supplies. Like all of that. Yeah. To give a quick shout out to them. And I thought it would be funny to give us, to okay. let us spill a little bit about our teachers and those oh, who Jesus. like made an impact on us. And so, okay. like, when you think about like your teachers throughout the years, you know, who, who are those teachers that made a huge impact like on you? So, interestingly enough, there have been a few. But I will say in first grade and second grade were technically the only two black teachers I've ever had. Okay. Um, Connie Tipton uh, in first grade and then Mrs. Caldwell. I forget her first, her last name or her first name. Uh, there were two both black. There were both black ladies. Okay. Um, I don't think I had my first black teacher until fifth grade yeah after that i don't remember i think the other teachers that the other teachers i really enjoyed were in high school um me and my guidance counselor we were thick as thieves her name was yeah. regina sullivan she, we me and her she got who we we were like bffs and then okay. in the business department um of our school uh the ladies up there so like miss milligan miss uh, um, Elizabeth Whitson, I think it's her name. I, I, I forget. Okay, government names. Uh, government out here. Something like that. Uh, but okay. yeah, basically all the teachers in the business department. Did you ever have any black male teachers? No. Me neither. I, mm-hmm. That's all. I I had a coach. Yeah, and the principal. My principal was black. There was just our was my male. school resource officer was black. So. But that's. Um, I'm th- I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. For I've me, never had a black male teacher. You know, for me, I think when I think about my teachers, I definitely like migrated to the arts teachers a mm. lot more, just because Absolutely. that was so much more interesting to me. And like, you know, oh, English and, and music. We can't forget about Tracy. I mean, drama. Um, yeah, uh, Tracy was a, a professor from a professor college, from college, a theater yeah. professor. Yeah, she was amazing. So I mean, there's just like a lot. But when I think about like those teachers that made like a huge impact on me. Yeah, I think it was those, like, art teachers who, like, motivated me and pushed me to do so much. So, like, I remember my very first teacher that I believe was, like, queer. Um, And he was just so, um, he was so encouraging of, like, me and my expression as just, like, being, you know, like, a young, like, effeminate black boy. Um, he, uh, so it was like through elementary school. Oh, okay. So okay. like, I, what, from like third to fifth grade? I don't think I've ever had a queer teacher. Yeah, so, um. That I know of. And it wasn't something like that he like, you know, showcased and everything. But right. it, he was definitely like not a person like who was hiding at all. Did he have a husband or anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Or a partner? I don't know. But, then. um. Probably so. I would guess a partner. Okay. He was very, he was 
a very attractive oh. man too. I remember like white man, black man. He was he was white. He uh-huh. was white, super tall, blue eyes, blonde, like very attractive um, man. Just Shout like out. had it like all the way together. But just him being like so encouraging of me, I think at that young age definitely made an impact. Um, on me do you know it's also very interesting do you remember like back in school whenever there was like an attractive teacher you know whether it be whether it be a man or a woman i had a few attractive i had a few attractive teachers teachers. but like the kids would just go like i remember one of my math teachers her name was miss cecil um they a lot of the boys would just go crazy over her and then there was this other male teacher who i think was like a history teacher um which all the girls would go crazy yeah. over and stuff like that. So I thought that was also very interesting. Here's me over in the corner, just <laughs> what kind of student were you? That's what I wanted. I was a good. I I mean, you've known this. I was a very good student. I um. So I was student body president. Okay, that doesn't necessarily mean good student. Oh, hold on, let me tell. I'm painting the picture for you. I was student body president. I was involved in like every club that there was. Um, and held an office. Um, I was in the school plays and had big roles in the school plays. I mean, in my school, it was just in my and this is high school, but like I got along with everyone and I got along with the teachers. I got along with the vice principals and the principal. And so I was kind of able to do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I would like leave and go to lunch and like just not come back or be in the hallway all period and not go to class. Yeah. And Cause I see, I equate all of that. See, I don't. Cause when I think of me, I I was definitely a student that did all of that. Like mm-hmm. I had it was very all of those social presidencies and like extracurriculars right. and all of that stuff. But I was a bad student. I oh, was no, I had good grades. I was really good at extracurriculars, and I made okay grades. But I'm saying, like behavior wise, I had a lot of issues. I had a oh, lot of really? problems. I had a little bit of a mouth on me. I did too. And I was, you know, I would get in trouble for it. All the time. I remember my all first detention. I was I would always get in trouble for like talking back or talking crazy, and that kind of followed me. I mean, I probably grew out of that like maybe the last two years of high school. I, I want to say. Yeah, I think my junior or senior year. I I remember perfectly one instance in English class where we were about to take a test and everyone was talking. Everyone was talking, so I was talking and. The teacher decided to single me out and be like, Marcus, since you were talking so much, detention. Because you know we're about to take a test. And, you know, the mouth on me, I was like, why am I getting a detention? Everybody's in here talking. And she was like, don't talk back. I was like, no, don't you talk back. And so we got into it. Yeah, and that's literally how it was. And so literally we got into it. You don't to like that, Miss Likens? Miss, I forget her name. She was an older lady. And like we got into it in front of the whole class. And so she kicked me out of class. I had to go to the principal's office. But jokes on her when I got to the principal's office. They was like, Marcus, what are you doing in there? No. Like you're supposed to be a leader. You're supposed to be setting an example. No, they said that to me too. But they knew exactly why I was there. Yeah. and They, They knew exactly why I was there. They knew that my mouth was a problem. Slick. I had a I had a huge problem. The le- the worst thing that I remember saying to a teacher was um, she told me to go to the office because me and her were going back and forth like all throughout the day. Right. And she used to wear these like <laughs> oh this like, was a daily uh, so an like, entire day escapade. This was like she used to wear these like t shirts. Uh-huh. Um, and that day she had on like a light like maybe like a coral colored t shirt or turquoise so color. Stains. And I remember saying to her, because she's like, and you know, the t-shirts would be there and she'd mm-hmm. be like writing on the board. And I remember her, she was just like, Trent, go to the office. And this is a true story. I promise you I said this. I was probably ninth grade, 10th grade. Yeah, that's when mine was in 10th um, grade. I said, I'm going to go to the office. I said, I'm going to go to the office. When I come back, I'm going to need for you to do something about that armpit sweat, bitch. And I walked out the door. <laughs> Needless, the narrator's voice, he did not come back. Everybody. And so, like, and you know, so, he like, you do that. And at that young age, to hear everybody just roar with, like, uh, yeah, you like, know kids. That, was, that was just so empowering to me. Yeah. But on the other side I also now, got my ass handed to me yes. at home. So... Yes. Everybody. So when everybody was like, later on that day, when everybody was like, "Oh, you know, Pastor you, Dunn's here." You know, rumor spreads fast. Rumor like, has it. 
Brother Dunn is here. I'm and Brother Dunn, the only brother Dunn I know is my dad. That's Pastor Dunn. Everybody He's about to getting that ass. It was hey, it's so right. Yeah. Okay, all right, quick. So do some really quick rapid fires for me to bring this home. Who was your personal most favorite teacher? Uh my guidance counselor. Okay. Funniest teacher. Uh, one of my math teachers, her name was Miss Haas. She always wanted to be like one of the cool teachers and stuff. And we got along fine, but she was hilarious. Least favorite teacher? The one I got into a fight with in 10th grade in English class. Oh, Still gosh. don't like her to this day. Teacher who you'd go and have a drink with today? Uh, Tracy, the theater yeah. teacher from college. Tracy, Moore, I think, yeah. yeah, we would have some good key keys. Cool, cool, cool. Teacher that you wish your kids had? Uh, I think I'm going to flip that a little bit. I hope that my future kids have more teachers of color. Okay. Um, because those were very far and few That's between. what I was going to say. It's so. because, yeah, for me, like, the one I was going to say is Miss Johnson. She I was going to say you answer, so yeah. Miss Johnson was my fifth grade teacher in, in English, and she was black. Um, okay. I had and a school resource she, teacher who was black, too, Miss Walker. She cared so much about me. It wasn't that she was always... I think a lot of other teachers kind of, like, petted me, you know, like, as you would, like, a teacher's pet or something like that. It was just like, oh, right. Trent's so talented. Oh, Trent's so funny. Oh, he's sweet. You know, da-da-da-da-da. And this is, like, in fifth grade in elementary school, but... Miss Johnson, she didn't do all of that, like... Mm -hmm. She didn't coddle you. She didn't do all that coddling. Yeah, real talk. And she was the one that was like, okay, you are getting B's, but your parents are still coming in. And I was like, why Why are they coming in? She was like, because I know you're not doing your best. And we had yeah. to have a full conversation. And so she was someone who, like, saw the potential and, like, really cared enough to, like, even push me to be like, you're not doing just mediocre. Like, you have you have the ability to do well. Isn't it funny that those are the teachers that you respect the most? That's who I respect the most. I At mean, the to time, this day, when I see yeah. her, it is an automatic, hey, Miss Johnson, how are you doing? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And she was the one, she was one that was like, you will call me yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. um, and I just love, that's the one that I wish my children had. Yeah. Uh, funniest teacher for me. Uh, Kate Bortner, she was hilarious. She was you my have to high give me a grade. She was yeah. I, she was my high school drama teacher. Uh, she was the most comedic. The one that was the funniest teacher who didn't know she was funny was my first grade teacher, Miss Greenberg. Uh -huh. And I love you. That's also the teacher I would probably go and have a drink with today. Mm -hmm. um, she is a sweet lady. She's a very very sweet lady, but she is hilarious, and she doesn't even know that she's just she doesn't even know that she's funny. I would I would definitely have to say the the teacher that I respect the most because I am one of those people uh, don't coddle me don't handhold me give me real talk because I'm gonna give you real talk uh, on your job mm -hmm. um, Jim Laterno James Laterno from college uh, from, yeah he I respect him yeah. the most because he gave me straight talk from the I word not, go I and I gave it back to him from the word go and we got along great I, I think we talked about him now. before but yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting looking back because like some I'm trying to think who was the last the last teacher that I ever saw, you know, out of school. Um were some of my high school teachers. Yeah. Because I don't go home I don't go home to Bowling Green that much anymore since my parents don't live there, but um in high school, like I would see a lot of of my old teachers from high school and while I was in Bowling Green and we would always catch up. Question. Uh -huh. How do you think teachers have changed from then? till today do you think it's harder to be a teacher today or was it hard to be a teacher back then it's harder today because of social media i mean social media has made everything harder because now you know the incidents that we had back then would probably be caught on camera somebody would have been filming that and it would have went viral just i mean you see all of the in the classroom moments and stuff on twitter and instagram yeah. and stuff now so i mean i think they have it much harder now because now they have to like watch their back because and make sure that their case is airtight if there ever is any drama because it'll be likely caught on camera. Yeah, I go back and forth of like whether it would be harder today versus harder. Like I think it's it's definitely harder to keep kids engaged today, I think. Um and that's really tough. Teachers back in the day used to have to be so creative. Yeah. Because they didn't have all 
the yeah. technology and things to do. That's like, true. All of, you know, that stuff. So they had to be, like, super creative and bring ways to, like, you know, make students learn. But I also think that in today's I mean, they're today's dealing with COVID. With it, they're dealing with... so distracting. Sla- um, bus budget so, slashes, you know, decreased I, budget funding. My hat definitely goes yeah. off to all teachers out there. Today. Um, who, <laughs> are, who are... Uh, teaching the future and you know building tomorrow's leaders so yeah shout out to y'all yeah well this is good this is a nice little trip down memory lane if you know the teacher if they follow you on facebook uh give today, them a shout out give today. them a shout out for world teacher day and you know just tell them thank you yeah so okay that's that well let's go ahead and take a break and when we come back it will be time for our signature segment fizz or flat And we are back. We're back. Yes. It is time for our signature segment that we like to call Fizz or Flat, where yes. we review things in pop culture. That's it. And give them a fizz if we're <laughs> feeling it, and a flat if, if we're, we're not. not. That's exactly it. Marcus, what do you have for us up first? So, up first, I want to give a huge, huge fizz to the newest member of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Her name is Iman Villani. Um, and Who so is it? Iman Villani. And so I'm going to read this. This comes from Variety.com. It's an article. Disney Plus's Miss Marvel series has cast their titular lead. Newcomer Iman Villani has been chosen to play Miss Marvel, a.k.a. Pakistani-American Kamala Khan. Variety has confirmed with the source close to the project. The character she will play is a 16-year-old Muslim teenager who lives in Jersey City, New Jersey, and looks up to superheroes like Captain Marvel. According to Marvel, she has an... She has an... Okay, the writing. The writing. The writing. It says she has an an inhuman ability to alter shape and size and employs an idealistic attitude as much as any power to make the world a better place. Disney Plus and Marvel declined to comment on the casting at this time, but this is a huge, huge deal because Miss Marvel plays a big part in the comics of the of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, how um, is this person related to um, Captain Marvel? She's not. She's oh. not. So it's it's a whole different, yeah, it's a whole different superhero and everything, but she does play a big part because I think um, she plays a big part in the House of M storyline, and then I think there was another storyline as well that, like, she plays a big part in. Well, no, it's called the House of M, Um, and it's it's a lot for me to go into, so I won't explain. Uh, The comic book heads out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but... um, yeah, it's a big fizz for me because, again, it's another person of color. It's a newcomer actor. She's from Canada. And so I'm excited to see this Disney Plus series get off the ground as well. And so a huge fizz for me. Okay. I will um, I'll give it a fizz as well. I don't really know. Shout out to Aman. Congratulations, boo-boo. Yes. And, um, yeah. All right. Good job. What you got? <laughs> All right. So I wanted to really quickly talk about um the most upcoming newest soon to be best-selling book it already is yeah yay i i believe it number one uh from miss mariah carey the chantreuse the elusive chantreuse um the meaning of mariah carey uh by uh, meaning of mariah who is actually co-written um with uh michaela angela davis um, hit stories this past week. Uh, this is Mariah Carey's memoir and where she's going into a lot of information about her beginnings um, and her rise to stardom. So right. right here, because we're right now celebrating the 30th anniversary of her career in the music industry. That's crazy to and think. And she's had a number one Ooh. in each decade. Um, so, I mean, all of her super success is going to be cataloged in this book as well as some of her most lowest lows um we kind of talked about this last week with the interview with oprah too yeah so so Mm -hmm. like these things with um her ex-husband tommy matola uh problems with her older sister her uh, mom 
her mom, Nick Cannon. Um, so a lot of a lot of different things. Also, her uh, relationship with Derek Jeter. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a whole thing. But uh, I'm really excited. You? I think that I want this book audio, and I want her to read it. I want a physical copy. You know, I love I, I want her to read. I think I want to listen to her. You want like, to hear her listen? I want to. Hear I want to hear her voice okay. telling these stories. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I'm definitely going to buy the book because number one, I want to have it just to add to my yeah. collection. You for some, I you know what I've really been into the we books that interest me. We should add it to our me, Co-Pop books. We thing. should our books list. Um, I love bio biographies. You do of. Of successful of black, people. Of black celebrities. Yeah, black successful yes. celebrities or just, they don't even have to be celebrities, but just successful people. Like, I have Jennifer Lewis's book, I, I have Charlamagne the God's book, I have Michelle Obama's book. Who? Don't you have I do not. Yeah, you do. No. Don't lie. Who? No, I have Hill Harper's book. I have Hill Harper's book. Same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have, and I want to add Mariah's book to it as well. So I'm excited. I, I, I like to see how everyone I, got their start. I might get this book this yeah. weekend. I think that I might get it this I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I want to hear her read it, though. I That's might just her. order it off of Amazon or something. That's it. It is available on Amazon, and it will also be available in our books list, which you can find on YouTube under our books um, for the culture series. Yes. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> we do have yeah. one of those. Yep. I forgot about that. I didn't. Yes. Oh, my God. That book. Go us. Yeah. We do. Um. So, Fizz for me. Fizz for me as well. Marcus, what do you have up next? Uh. So, let's talk about it. The Craft has a reboot. Um, Craft Legacy. Yeah. So, this post comes from... Uh, a website called newspostleader.co.uk. Okay. And it says, an iconic Halloween movie from 1996, The Craft has earned the reputation of a cult classic among fans. And now the world of spooky movie, the and now the world of the spooky movie is back with The Craft Legacy, which follows on 20 years after the action of the original film. Created by horror specialist production company Blumhouse Productions, this is everything you need to know about The Craft Legacy. Um, I saw the trailer. Uh, I think someone on Twitter okay, let's put it, talk about it, framed it. This looks like a freeform <laughs> okay. uh, so, movie or yes, television show. Yes. These girls, to me, and maybe it's because I'm older now, they look much younger. Yeah. These girls look much younger. They, it looks almost middle school-esque. A li- or like freshman in high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so they look a little bit, they look much younger to me. Um, I, can, I can understand the freeform comparisons. Yeah. Um, but it, I'm trying to figure out, is it a complete remake or is it like a sequel? Well, it says it follows, It's this takes place 20 years after the original, but it's being okay. classified as a reboot. Um, I would have... Probably, not, not even probably, I would have liked to seen the original cast come back for a sequel instead of them doing a reboot. And so if that's the case, then these girls could have played like their daughters or something like that. And so maybe Nancy's uh, maybe maybe illegitimate maybe they, child maybe it's gonna be a surprise. was coming back for revenge. Maybe. And you never know, maybe, because uh, Faruga Balk, her character's picture, Nancy, shows it up is, in the trailer. Yeah, it is featured there, so. But who knows if that's the, the extent. I've not heard uh, Rachel True or Robin Tunney or Nev Campbell tweet or mention anything about Nef it. Nev was in that movie. Yeah. Bonnie? So, what was her name? Bonnie? Uh, yeah. She had the, the scars on her back. Why do I know that? Yeah, but, but okay. Nev yes. Campbell, Robin Tunney, Faruka Balk, Faruza or Faruka? I, I thought Faruza. it was. I think it's Faruza with a Z. Hold on, let me see. Faruza with a Z, cause goes not Z. Yeah, Faruza Balk. Yeah, yeah, Faruza Balk and uh, uh, Rachel True. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to see that was the cast. Now I don't even Grown. know if that. Like why? Grown. Why are we even touching these cult classics? Like. Because Just leave them alone. I wish they would. Leave them alone. I wish they now, would. Now, one movie that I'm not sure if it's going to be good or not, but I'm going to applaud because it seems to be original, is Seed. Have you seen that? Uh, With Loretta Devine and Amari Hardwick? Oh, yes. I did okay. see that trailer. So, like, let's, that talk looks about, original. let's talk about originality, original yes. content, 
bringing it to the forefront. Yes, with the voodoo doll I'm, and stuff. I'm going to go check yeah, it out. I would check. I'm, I think it is, it'll be on demand October 22nd or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I, I, I will be checking that out because yeah. that looks like a original story. Yeah. Oh, Halloween movies abundance. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, if y'all could be in this studio. Oh, the games, the games. I'm telling y'all. They're playing games down at the RuPaul's Drag Race. They're playing games, girl. Oh, gosh. You um, are so silly. The Craft reboot, though, I'm giving a flat. I'm You're sorry. going to give it a flat? Yes. Nothing beats the original, in my opinion. Okay. I'm going to give it a flat as well. Unless the But I'm going to go return. check out. I'm, but I will I mean, give I'm gonna out watch the seed. it. Yeah. I'm going to go check out the seed. I will watch the Craft Legacy when it comes out on... I mean, they'll all be on VOD, so I mean, like, you can watch them at home when they release. I'm not paying for it. So I'll see it when it comes out on uh, Kiku or Deku, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I'll see it when it comes out on one of those streaming services. Right, because okay. I'm not paying for that. I'll see it when it comes out on Quibi. Right. Okay. So, okay. for me. Fizz. I, fizz. Fizz. The thing is a fizz. I'm I ain't even got to put it out here. Fizz. Wow. 56? We should have put it in Wu Chow. Fizz. Okay. For, for those who don't know what we're talking about. Fizz. I'm like Kennedy Davenport. Fizz. <laughs> Fizz. Great power. Um, Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Rock God. Fizz. Recently uh, made the cover of Men's Health Magazine at age 56. And boy. Lenny Kravitz is in some amazing shape. Um, the title of the article is Lenny in Lockdown. And there's a bonus in talking about fitness after 50. Lenny Kravitz looks definitely... There is probably some Photoshop. I'm going to say it. That's fine. But this body That's at 56 fine. is crazy. I um, need to know what spell Lisa Bonet casts to land Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa. Child, you knew she, now, you knew she was a voodoo priestess in one of them movies back I in the day. I need to know what the spell was. I can't was. remember what that movie was, but she played a voodoo priestess. She probably picked up something because the fact that he looks like this at 56 and she looks like she does, like, they are, whew, I mean, that child, their uh, daughter, um, what is their daughter? Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Got some, is going to have some really great genes. She has really great genes. I mean, she has really I mean, great genes. I mean, she looks genes. just she's like gonna Lisa. Some, she's going to have a really uh, uh, easy time aging because she, they just don't age to yeah. me. They don't age. Um, so he talks a little bit about his relationship with Lisa Bonet in the article. And um, he has a relationship with Jason, too. Yeah, and just like, yeah, like their friendship as well. Um, and just how he's been handling uh, COVID. Um and so it's it's a it looks to be a really interesting article straight just straight from the pictures. Um, that's what I will be uh, checking this out. But I will give fizz. him a, a total fizz for this cover and just looking so fizz. good at, at his age. So oof, fizz. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what else okay. do you have? What else um, do you have? Up? I have one last thing for um, all you comic book heads out there. Y'all know I'm into comics and Marvel yeah, and superheroes. This Marvel and uh, well, this one's about Jamie Fox. So I don't know if anyone saw the Amazing Spider-Man two, and Jamie Fox was Electro, um, and now it's being reported that he's in talks to reprise his role as Electro in Spider-Man three, starring Tom with Tom Holland in the Marvel franchise which has further added fire to the speculation that they are going to do some type of um, uh, alternate universe for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that all of these characters are going to come back in that sort of alternate universe thingy. And so I think this will be very interesting. I did not like the direction that they had Jamie do his character in okay. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Why not? Um, because it just doesn't... It, it, it was a little discombobulated and disjointed. From the actual story or from the how the character is portrayed in the comic? How the character is portrayed on film. How okay. the director had him portray the character on film. Because um, right. Electro is a very interesting and complicated character in the comics. And so I'll be very interested to see how they rectify that in the Marvel Universe under some new direction. But I will give this a fizz because it's always nice to see black people win and have um, Jamie back as a villain 
so I'm, I'm gonna give it a fizz because I mean I'm gonna watch it and I think that this will do it some justice hopefully I'm gonna give it a flat oh why I, I mean I get it that Jer- Jamie's trying to diversify himself and kind of be in like different lanes I he's best in to me in the dramas and those you know really powerful roles when I think about him in the soloist when I think about him in Ray when I think about him in um, that one that he did with Tom Cruise what is it uh, oh with the violin he was a homeless man no no oh, no, you're no, talking no, about so collateral collateral like yeah. whew, these are those are the movies that I want to see him in this project power from Netflix is all this other stuff lead, I like it lead, lead this stuff to the to the young girls no 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 because leave it to Robert Downey Jr. is not no spring chicken neither is Chris Evans Neither is uh, Scarlett Johansson. They did, but he was in it for the uh, how long? Ten years. That was so. A lot of these girls are a lot older than. I'm just saying what I want to see. I what I want to see then. Okay, well then give that to like the Wesley Snipes. That's who I want to see doing that shit. No, because Mahershala uh, Mahershala is in the here now because he's playing a blade. He's the new blade. No, they should no. That they should have kept that with Wesley. No, Mahershala will be perfect in that. No, I mean Mahershala. I'm quiet as it's kept. Mahershala and Wesley kind of look the same. So no, no baby. So quiet. I, you don't. Who are you think talking so? about? Noxima Jackson. Who are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Child, no. Yes. You don't think Mahershala and Wesley don't kind of favor each no. other? Where are your, where are your eyes? A little bit. Your mind. I mean, um, Wesley's definitely darker than Mahershala. I'm not, yeah. But so they yeah. definitely kind of favor each other. I, no, I don't think And Mahershala so. already looks like a vampire anyway, so. You think he looks like a vampire? Yeah, Mahershala looks like a vampire. Absolutely. You know with what his, I, no, what eyes. I think, I don't think that he looks like a vampire. I do think that he looks exotic. I see, I, you know how sometimes you look at black people and you're like, you're black, but you're not from around here. Well, Mahershala's African, isn't he? I don't know. Let me look this up. Keep talking. I don't know. But like, you know how sometimes you can, you know, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but like, you'll see another black person and you're like, I can tell you are not African American. Uh, so this says Mahershala Ali is an American actor and former rapper. Yeah. I was like, I was like, uh-huh. I don't know if he's African or not, but, um, but no, like, he no, does. I'm still stuck on the rapper part. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, wait, 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 wait. That's what I'm talking about. A rapper. When, where? And Mahershala's 46 years old. He looks good, but like, he has an exotic look to him. He does, but like, he definitely looks similar. I think similar. he should look Wesley, but I'm a, I'm, I'm, no, Jamie, I want to see you in those, those movies I like to see you in. Mahershala's from Oakland. Okay, shout out. Uh, I give it a fizz, I whatever. This is uh, continues to add to your narrative of you don't want to see black people succeed. Uh, you're not rooting for everybody black. Okay. So that's that on that. That's okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's wrap this yeah, up. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are, uh, I don't know. You go first. I, I just want to kind of revisit the John Legend, Chrissy Teigen conversation. Okay. Um, with, kind of talking about like openness and things like that i feel with social media people are using their platforms and i i do appreciate how um chrissy and john have you know allowed us to kind of come in and right now this moment and support them through this uh but i do also understand that like in that same vein how triggering some things can be for people to kind of have to see mm-hmm. and kind of have on a national scale. And I I hear all sides, but I think you also have the ability in this world today to filter what you intake more more than we've ever, 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 ever had that right. opportunity. And so just using that filter and, you know, kind of um, as you see fit. But I think... But that's what I'm taking away from this is just the importance of openness and um, how powerful it can be even when you feel like it's your um, most vulnerable time. Nice. I'm going to keep it a little bit lighter. Oh. Um, and heavy, heavy. <laughs> you know, some topics are, and that's okay. You got some heavy. 
Um, I'm going to keep it a little bit lighter and say shout out to Rihanna and creating this 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 idea mm-hmm. that is all encompassing and kind of otherworldly, you know, the, the, of anything that we've ever seen before. And I would love to be a part of it. I I think the production, the creativity, the looks, the styling, all of it, I think it's very important. And I think it just further continues yep. to push the narrative of how creative black people are and what they're capable of, if mm-hmm. only given the opportunity. And so I think that this, I think Rihanna has created this lane and has employed a lot of other people of color um, and giving them and, and giving them platforms. And I think yeah. that that's also a very From all big idea. Yeah, it's a very big, important factor. And so um, shout out to her and the whole crew. Okay, where can they find us? So, you can find us on social media at Cold Pop Show. On, that's on Instagram and Twitter. And at Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook. You can find me um, at Trenton Rashad on Instagram. At Trenton RD on Twitter. Any progress with the Twitter handle? I'm, I'm trying to think, should I report them for... <laughs> Like spam or harass me and get them, get it snatched. I, I hey, whatever's gonna get you the name. I know. Boo. Um, also, Don't never change your Twitter name. Right. Um, also, you can listen to the podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment and leave us a rating as well. Go if check you- our um, YouTube too. Yeah, yeah. Check all of the content we have on there. There might um, be some content on there soon that you haven't seen. Yes, we have, uh, and we're also going to continue pushing our for the culture series. So be on the lookout for some more stuff of that here. Um, and also, you can find me on all socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any ideas, thoughts to any of our topics, shoot us an email at coldpopshow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Good night. Good good evening. Good evening. Good what was it? Good night and good luck in Walter Cronkite. Bye guys. <laughs>